two. What's up, everyone? This is Wrestling May. You got to do it, don't you? You got to do it. What? Oh, I thought you were going to play the music. Oh. Oh. We're trying, we're trying to the no. I was laughing because you took a five. Oh, my God. You took forever to do the intro. You're like. Well, no, like, you literally, like, I thought you were going to do the. Oh, my God. You just ruined it. You just ruined everything. Fine. No, no, no. We just ruined it. Fuck it. Wait. Well, I feel like I look, I look like Don Callis. He, like you separate. look more like Don Callis than you do Orange Cassidy. Yeah, Jonathan's laughing. Well, I mean, I look like Don Callis's evil stepbrother, Don Fallis. Or Did something you see like that? that? I don't know if you see it or not. Don, Don Callis has a, a, a picture of him like looking a whole lot younger, and has a picture of Chris Jericho younger, and then has a picture of Takeshita. And they look like they're in the Tokyo Dome. Like, the background, the Tokyo Dome. And I'm like, what? I don't want to start off with, rest in peace, Adrian Street. And? Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. We lost Pee Wee Herman, Hodder. How do you feel? You know, honestly, I'm not going to lie about this because um, because I asked, like, I actually thought Pee Wee Herman was already dead. I'm not trying to be rude, but I kind of thought he was already dead. <laughs> For some odd reason, I thought he was already dead. No, he died at seven years old. I know, but I thought he was already dead. A lot of it, yes, a lot of people has died. I know, but I literally thought he was already dead. I literally did. And that's not even a joke. I, I literally thought he was already dead. I don't know about you anymore. I mean, I, I mean that's not a joke. I mean, I did think he was already dead. I, for some odd reason, I thought he was already dead. And whenever I read it, I was like, wait, wait, what? I was like... But then, you know, I read up on it, and he he didn't die for some odd reason. I thought he was already dead. I thought he died, like... He didn't, wait, he, he died but didn't die. I, I literally thought he died, like... Way before COVID. For some odd reason. But I don't know. I don't know what I, what I was thinking. Oh, well. It's whatever. Yeah. I mean. So a lot has happened. The past couple days. Yeah. Uh, the Elite has re-signed AEW. 
Uh, yes, and uh, we've got because Kiyomega said that the only reason he resigned the company, he said he didn't know about the Bucks. Only reason he resigned so he, is because he was he's allowed to go wherever he wants and wrestle. He can go to New Japan and stay for two two years if he wanted to under his contract, and be hey, I'll show up at once a year. He didn't know about the Young Bucks, but he only he'd did be like he'd be like Park in that in that cage match. Uncle Hey, your bar. <laughs> like, thank you, Effie Bar. Uh, Vince Man was raided and subpoenaed. Yeah, they kind of searched his house, almost like he, like, literally. Like, I don't even know what he did. What did he do? Okay. So, he was served a grand jury subpoena. On the 17th of July. And he was asked about the subpoena. The specific details of this warrant subpoena remain a mystery. It's known that Benjamin was under investigation for allegedly playing off a number of women in an attempt to keep him quiet regarding sexual misconduct. As one report, that we confirmed that the independent investigation that man has concluded. However, it takes the company could... It said the company could receive further regulatory, investigative, and enforcement in- inquiries, subpoenas, and demands pending outside investigations, which refer to the current federal inquiry. Um, up to this point, Man has had the support of Endeavor CEO Ari Manuel through the merger process, but now after this invasion, uh, the subpoena and search warrants. The future for Vincent Man being executive chairman isn't up in up in the future, up in the air. Up in the air. Hmm. So pretty much, they don't know if he's going to be chairman of the board anymore. Well, I mean, that was before he had his back surgery, wasn't it? Uh, yes. That was prior, yes. Because uh, I mean, I know that like we just found out that he he had major spinal surgery. Yeah, he may be gone forever now. Well, honestly, I mean, he don't really need to be there anyways. True. Uh, the Dark Order we signed with AEW today. Really? Multi-year deal. Well, who all is in the Dark Order now? I don't even know. Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, and John Silver is that have it? all resigned. I thought Stu Grayson was in the Dark Order. Is he in the Righteous? He's in the Righteous. Or is he on his own? He's in the Righteous. Is he in the uh, Righteous? Or is Because, like, remember we watched Death Before Dishonor and, like, he wasn't... They, 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 the they left without him. And they just announced the Righteous and Stu Grayson. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think that he had to earn his way into the Righteous. Yeah, but know. they signed a three-year deal that runs to 2026... He retweeted AEW's, his AEW's announcement was retweeted by the Elite, and he goes, Dark Order also resigned today. Where's our press release? There was no we press release. We didn't get one. AEW didn't post a single thing about them resigning. Well, they don't love them. That's all it is. True. I do want to talk about some... They all fit in the room, kind of. 
Triple H's comments on Cody Rhodes' documentary. Yeah, the, the documentary, the WWE, the so Cody Rhodes had a documentary about you know from the the time that he debuted, like his whole life up until now. Yeah, well, WrestleMania thirty nine, technically. Oh yeah. Like you know, after that. Technically. Yeah. But Triple H was on there and said that AEW was a secondary company. That's a little... That's a little... little, uh, I don't think he meant secondary in terms of market. I think he meant secondary as in uh, Chris, the documentary was actually worth watching, honestly. I think that was one of the better documentaries. I would uh, consider watching it. I mean, what did you think about it? Documentary? Yeah, the documentary about Cody Rhodes. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I, it. The Triple H comment caught me off guard for a second. I was like, wait, what did he just say? I mean, I really consider, like, I really enjoyed watching it. Is uh, there anything that they did with 24? Yeah. Which, Cody Rhodes produced it instead of Stephen Amell, so. Well, Stephen Amell narrated it. I like that. He narrated it. Yeah. But, so Hunter said they were sticking to their company. So, to Nicole applause with, I've easily written 200 imaginary episodes of TV as a youngster, but never in the same league in real life. Not that many shows make it to this point. It's special milestone TV and, and in pro wrestling. Which I agree, 200 episodes is a big milestone. Uh, Lincoln's path will be on this summer towards all in at Wembley. I always felt tonight in Tampa would be a perfect place to be- begin match announcements and officially take that next step. As per timing, the perfect amount of excitement, the 200th episode is important to the network and to the fans. It's a major milestone for Dynamite, and it happens to be four weeks out from All In. It's so exciting that some of the stars that have been at AW since the beginning are part of the show. It's a very important part of the company's history. Con the Triple H, we're not taking a back seat to anybody. Cody did say something say something on the documentary that I just now noticed. He what? said, I didn't grow up dreaming of... The, uh, Cody apparently said, I didn't grow up dreaming of being the champion of a secondary promotion. No, I didn't hear him say that. Apparently he said in documentary. I think... It, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember him saying it. Apparently he did. Well, I think it probably got cut because I don't remember him ever saying it. Well, I don't think he mean anything about either. He always ended up being the the champion. He didn't. Well, I think he was probably more like going for that. Um, Bob, that feel. I think he was going for that like 
his first dream of being WWE champion, and that's and he what, didn't grow up dreaming of being a champion somewhere else. I think he wanted to be like. Well, I mean, he was Ring of Honor world champion. He was NWA world champion. And whenever he became NWA world champion, that was the title that his dad held. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he did anything bad by saying that. That was a a good thing that his dad held that belt. Yeah. I don't think he meant anything by saying that either. If he did say it, I don't think he meant anything by it. No, I, I mean, he still, I mean, I'm pretty sure that he still, I mean, he still talks to... You know the Bucks and Kenny. We saw him be the secondary promotion all in. We're number one in the UK on TV with a record gate. I have a lot of respect for Cody. I know these weren't his words, to be fair, but we're not secondary in a lot of markets for the first time in a long time. Double has been secondary in a lot of markets, but I'm proud of where we're at, and we're not taking a backseat to anybody. Problem with that. The UK is your only market, Tony. Well, look at the numbers. The AEW's been doing. Uh, I mean, I don't really like. I mean, honestly, we can't really count Rampage because Rampage does really bad, anyways. Well, yes, but okay, okay, blood and guts. Let's see, where's that here? Here we are. Blood and Guts. At 8 p.m., 953,000 viewers. 8 to 9 range. That was the Jungle Boy or Jack Perry and Hook match, right? That was the Britt Baker match and the little segment between Adam Cole and MJF. 953,000 viewers. That's good. Right at a million. 9 to 945, which is the MGF match, went down to 853,000 viewers. At 945, well, now I'll take it back. At 915, Blood and Guts dropped to 833,000 viewers. Honestly, at I think AEW needs to be like. I think AEW needs to be kind of like. I think AEW, in a way, the way I see it now, is yeah. AEW is trying to be like Impact in a way. Like they're not really worried about what the fuck what is going on on WWE television. They're worried about what they're doing. And the, and, well, until they mention WWE, and, and almost every week. I mean, well, in Impact does too. They mention WWE, but they don't mention it the way AEW does. They do, dude. I don't. They don't you do much thoughts. They do. They mention it every week. Every we don't take shots at the company though. As much that I hear it, they mention it. It's like Mass Caster, John Cena, something, or Chris is only cool when he had an edge, or he's getting cucked by a kid named Dominic. Well, dude, that's he's not saying it every week, though. He's not saying that every week. No, but it's the jabs they take, like mentioning Mr. Man on television with that MJF and Cole Angle. Now they want to do a storyline where Jack, Jack Perry takes on ECW legends. 
They're having, they're having to use ACW Legends to get anything with Jack Perry. For Jack Perry. For him to get viewed. Well, look at it this way. They're not worried about what WWE's doing. They're worried about what they're doing. So... 9.30 to 9.45. Viewership went back up to 922,000. At 9.45 to 10.05, viewership went down to 761,000 viewers. So they end up in the ball of guts, pretty much. They lost all viewership. And honestly, I mean, that match was given... For some reason, Dave Meltzer gave that match... Four, four, um, four stars and four, four stars and a three quarters. What it doesn't deserve it. I don't. I mean, you give it four stars. I'm fine with it. Four stars. That's it. Just four. That's fine. I don't care about that. You can give it four stars. Don't give it close to five. Don't even come close to it. Just because just your friends are in the match doesn't mean you need to give them almost five stars. I don't care if you just give it four. Because how was that match almost as good as the FTR and Bullet Club Gold match? The Bullet Club Gold FTR match was probably one of the best tag team matches that I had seen. Like yeah, the, I mean, I agree. Well, honestly, oh, well, I think the first one should have got. I think the first, the first Bullet Club Gold FTR match, the non-title one, got. I think it was four, four and three quarters, and then you know the two out of three got five and a quarter. Yeah, which the first one I believe should have got. At least five stars, but it's whatever. And I even before you want to talk about some smaller promotions, right? Before I think something earlier, we're talking about um, smaller shows and local independent local independent stuff. Yeah, for us, they're Revolver fans. Yeah, John Moxley is no longer taking on Gringo Loco. Yeah, it's going to be Takeshita. Because of, due to circumstances, out of his control. Cough, cough, Tony Khan. Was there actually a reason for that? Was What was the reason, actually? Circumstances out of his control, due to higher powers pulling, pulling him. Well, there he admitted to Tony, he said higher powers pulled him from it. Mm, let's see here. Because I don't really remember exactly what that was about. Breaking news: A video message from John from John Moxley. It was August first, which is yesterday. He's supposed to compete yesterday. Okay. Cancer fought yesterday. They said, due to circumstances beyond our control, Moxley will not be able to compete tonight. Out of their control, it was out of Moxley's control. It was out of Wrestling Revolver control. Tony pulled him. Hang on a minute. 
I think I think Tony pulled him. Well, I don't know, dude. We don't know what actually happened, dude. It could have been anything. I mean, you can't just blame Tony Khan for everything, dude. That's what you're doing. You can't. I mean, I mean it. It could have been anything. I mean, yeah, it could have been I mean, anything. It, but... it could have been anything. It says beyond our control. It could have been anything. It could have been about. He could have been. He could have. It could have been because of something personal. It could have been anything. You don't my know guess, what's on in the personal life of John Moxley. My guess is where he's fighting tonight in a, the three-way whatever fight, no rule fight. Let me see. It, I don't think they wanted him to fight twice in a row, back to back. That's my guess. On one website, it says personal issues. Another one, it says he was pulled. Another one, it says that it was personal issue. It was circumstances out of their control. Well, that's not... He would have been able to make that. There would have been... that He would have been able to make that. Okay, he's supposed to wrestle tomorrow night. Yeah. Set of August 3rd events. And this says here's Wrestling News. A.W. John Moxley pulled from Wrestling Revolver event. I know, but he... There's... Wait a minute. There's nothing that says that he couldn't have made that. It says it's possible it has something to do with his next AEW matches on Wednesday on Dynamite, and if anything goes match, he will meet Trent Beretta and Penta El Zero Miedo. So another one says. Moxley was up to face Gringo Loco at the promotion's heat him up card in Dayton, Ohio. But the former AEW World Champion stated in a video Tuesday, because circumstances beyond the control of himself and the promotion, he won't be able to make the date. Well, that could be so, anything. Moxley. So Moxley said it. But that is on Thursday, too, so it's hard to tell. Because, I mean, I understand that. Like, I would say, yeah, it could be Mark's personal issues or whatever. Because if he said, it hey, it's a be, company, it's Because I doubt that the match between him, Trent, and Penta is going to get out, like, way out, out, out of hand. I doubt it's going to get that much out of hand because, like, the pen... Unless I mean, it does. I mean, yeah, but between Penta and Trent, 
Penta's dangerous when he wants to be. I've seen him in a match with Vampiro in Lucha Underground where he put him through glass. But it's been like he slowed down and he's slow he has slowed down recently. I mean I mean look what he did to Trent Beretta on Ring of Honor. I know, but Trent hasn't been been known to do like been known to do those type of matches either. So if you think about it, so And also could be a thing where he just he wrestled a few days ago for Defy Wrestling. It could be that he just he may he might have wanted to take that day off or something. He might want to take time away, and he might be like, and that might have been the reason. Well, Kevin Sullivan opened up about it and said that. Because he's talking about Moxley a lot, and he said he I think the Moxley should bleed as much as he does. He says there's no no point in that in wrestling. No, there's and also that. And Moxley, really, honestly, Moxley is a very good. I mean, Moxley is a very good talent. He's very good I'm on good the mic. He's good. Moxley's very good on the mic. There's no reason for him to, you know, him to bleed every you know, week. For him to bleed every week. He didn't bleed every week on whenever he was in WWE. No, but now he now he's able to, so he's I do wanted to say, I don't I, I, I know I didn't watch it last night, NXT, but we have Dominic Mysterio versus Dragon Lee for North American Championship, with Rey Mysterio being in Dragon Lee's corner. Yeah, and I'm. I didn't understand like him like like he kind of thought that Axiom was Dragon Lee on Tuesday. He thought. I think he did. I think I think he did. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you don't really know, if you're not used to like. Dragon Lee and Axiom's masks. I mean, if you're like, I just like that. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, you know, Axiom walks up to him and he's like, what are you like? Didn't we already like discuss with you about what's going to ha- happen? He's like, that was Dragon Lee. He's I'm like, well, who the hell are you? And then, then, then Rhea's like a Power Ranger. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, honestly, Axiom kind of like Ranger. He walked right into that one. He did. He walked right into walked right into. He that really room. did. Who are you? A Power Ranger? But no, I actually like Dominic Mysterio. I mean, I think he's, I think he's good in good enough in ring. I think he's good on the microphone with people like call. I think he's getting the major heat, and if he ever t- turns babyface, people are going to love him. I don't think they will. I think they're going to keep on booing him because they. I they, don't know. I think that he has a very punchable face. I kind of think whenever he finally turns face again, people are going to love him. <laughs> because people hate him so badly right now. I don't talk. 
Like, legit, he was, he was talking to like, It's like, okay, so you got Finn Balor that talk first, and then you got Rhea Ripley, and then you got Damian Priest, and then whenever it comes to Dominic, he starts to talk. Like, he's like... <laughs> and they're like, well, let him talk! <laughs> no, they won't let him talk at all. So I, I heard something interesting. Somebody sa- said they think Dominic's going to turn on the Judgment Day. More important to turn Rhea to get back at Rhea's current boyfriend kissing his sister. Dominic is not a joke, Chris. I love Dominic Mysterio. I love Dom Dom, or aka Dirty Dom. I just liked at, on NXT, um, Great American Bash, like, I liked Vic whenever he was like, they were like, can he ever do anything on his own? <laughs> Booker, Booker, he's like, what do you mean on his own? He did do it on his own! <laughs> I mean, technically he won it on his own. I, te- I mean, technically, technically he pinned him on his own. Technically, I mean, I, I mean, I can't believe Tony Khan said that RVD is too much of a weed smoker to be an AW. Well, you know, I told, I said the other day. You know, we were talking about RVD. Yeah. Um, and I said, I was like, you know, there's one match I would love to see. And are you ready for this? Okay. And I'll even compete, in, and I'll even, I, I would even sneak into this match. You ready for it? Okay. Okay. The match. Would be a ladder match. Okay, you ready? Custody of a bong. No, no, for the two participants. Matt Riddle and RVD. Matt Riddle and RVD for a bag of weed. (laughs) For a bag of weed hanging up, and I guarantee you, I'll I'll go up there and and while they're fighting each other, I'll go up there and I'll I'll climb the ladder and I'll I'll retrieve it. I don't care. All their fighters are like, I got weed. Be like, bye. So I do want us to talk about before I, we get into some boxing and MMA and UFC news. Two couple, two couple other things. One, SummerSlam is weekend, Saturday, eight p.m. on Peacock. On Peacock, yes. The P of the Cocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, we're not gonna... We're not gonna talk about that one? No. Okay, so... Okay. Four former AEW stars could debut Saturday at... SummerSlam. Okay. Go ahead and say, and I'll say whether I think that they will or or I, th- or I think they won't. 
Joey Janela could debut in the Battle Royal. I don't think he will. I think he will because he's talked about before he wants to work with WWE one day. I think he, he wants to work for them. I think he'd be better off in NXT. I mean, he still could be in NXT, just debuting, debuting the Battle Royal because NXT is always going to be Battle Royal too. Okay. Fuego Del Sol could join the LWO. I could see it. Cody Rhodes, more more importantly, but bring them in. Cody Rhodes is already in uh, WWE. As I bring he, Cody Rhodes will bring in Cody <laughs> Del Sol. I see him bringing in Fuego. Speaking of Fuego, did you see the thing he came out with? On Bust Open Podcast? What? The day he got released, the Young Bucks texted him and said, hey, we didn't know you were getting released, man. If we knew, we would have tried to keep you on. They didn't get told at all about it. Big Swole could debut join Hurt Business 2.0 and bring her husband in later on. I see it because her husband is Cedric Alexander. Do an angle where he doesn't know if he wants to join or not. Right. And have her say, "Hey, come join it with me." I see it. What do you What do you think? I can see it. I think I think she would just do it just to just to come back at Tony Khan. But hey, you didn't treat me right. I'm over here now. Yeah. Brian Pillman Jr. could show up to feud Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Do a few Brian Pillman Jr. and Dominic Mysterio. They need to give Brian Pillman Jr. a, a push if he's going to come in. Since he I think he is. Push, since he didn't get a push in in, in AEW. In WNAW AEW. Like, I think he kind of did in MLW, but he really he he somewhat kind of did in AEW, but then they kind of just dropped the ball with him. I kind of feel like they just dropped the ball with him, and then like I I think they did too. Okay, we're all. I'm also going to talk about. 10 things that need to happen. At SummerSlam or what? At SummerSlam. Okay. Oh. Okay. Ricochet gets a must-needed win. Yes, I agree. Bianca Belair goes full-on heel. I'll agree with that. She's kind of teasing it a little bit. I mean, I do agree. I think she needs to join. Um, I think the Street Profits need to go heel, too. Shayna Baszler knocks out Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I agree. It's an MMA World match, so. Gunther retains against Jermaine Tire. Um, that one I'm on. I the, agree. That, that one I'm on, kind of on the fence about. Because I've been kind of thinking about that for a little bit. I'm kind of on the fence about it. 
Here's what I agree with. I kind of like I can see, uh, like I can see McIntyre winning, but I can kind of see Gunther retaining too. So I mean, either way, I don't really care, honestly. I see McIntyre's nipples flying off into the crowd, getting chopped so hard. Well, McIntyre's just as tough, so it really don't matter. I could see a chop fest. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus should be on SummerSlam card. Yeah, for some odd reason, it's not. Push back from two weeks. Raw in Winnipeg. Oh my god. Uh... Randy Orton returns. I could see it. How about this? Early night Wednesday rearranged Battle Royal on TV before the premium live event. The Battle Royal is going to be on the pre-show. Now. Um, get the pop, shout the catchphrases, his reward, Randy Orton coming out and RKO on him. Oh, uh, LA Knight versus Orton. Speaking of the, um, Gunther and Drew McIntyre match. Yeah. I can see that being a five-star match. I can too. Cody Rhodes embarrasses Brock Lesnar. Yes, I can see it. Jay Uso passes out but doesn't quit. Yeah. Back and forth they go, and then he gets choked out. Yeah. Damian Priest goes to cash in, but Edge attacks him. Well, Edge is on the other show, ain't he? I mean, yeah. Or J.D. McDonough. Edge and McDonough attacks Damian Priest. Yeah. I like to see Finn Balor win the belt, and then and then, that, and, then and then that way, that way that t- that tease is always there. You know. Yeah. Bray Wyatt returns to attack Cody Rhodes. I wouldn't mind it. I think I think he should. Oh, there's extra one for us. Finn Balor beats Seth Rollins. Yeah, I like to see it. How, but how he wins it? Demon Priest hands referee his money in bank briefcase to stretch referee long enough for Finn Balor to crack him in the head, Seth Rollins in the head with the belt and curb stomp him. Or curb stomp, but uh, coup de gras. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But have it go on TV afterwards that Damian, Finn Balor finds Damon Priest that was actually going to cash in and wasn't just a ploy. He was actually going to cash in and make a three-way set up Having another faction having heat, though, while the bloodline's still hot, kind of is risky. 
don't you think? Well, I'd like for, like, maybe if Finn can win the world title, I'd like to have uh, maybe uh, what if uh, Damien uh, cashes in the money in the bank on uh, Finn? No, Gunther. True. And then last for SummerSlam, and I'll tell you, the, um, we'll go over the card. We'll go over the card in our predictions. I mean, technically, we're already kind of going over our predictions. Yeah. Uh, Bo could return at SummerSlam. With the new Hurt Business. With the new Hurt Business. Uh, Big E could return. I mean, he's ready to... He's ready. Bray Wyatt. I didn't mention that before. But it won't be Bray Wyatt, the fiend. Or whatever we have now. It'll be this one. I'm here. <sighs> the Eater of Worlds. The one Undertaker wants him to bring back. The one we had a lot of with. Right. That's the one that could be coming back. And then we always went over it. Orton. Yeah. Randall Keith Orton. But our match card. If I can find it. Okay. We have the pre-show match. The SummerSlam Battle Royal. I think it's pre-show. I'm not sure yet. Um, so far, all people know is Sheamus and LA Knight. I think a lot of other people got added, like Nakamura, Ch- Champa, Champa, Otis, and Chad Gable. Yeah, I'm gonna pick LA Knight. LA Knight, yeah. yeah uh, you... Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler MMA rules match. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Sadly, I want Shayna Baszler to be winner, but you know we all know it's gonna be Ronda Rousey before she leaves. Uh, I want Shane Baszler to knock her out, so. I mean, yeah, me too, but. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't care. Gunther. I just want it to be a five-star match. Ricochet versus Logan freaking Paul. Ricochet. Ricochet. Well, that match is going to be first, by the way. Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso. Roman Reigns, sadly. Trouble Combat for the Undisputed WWE Championship. Roman Reigns, sadly. And recognition Trouble Chief. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, yeah. Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. Woo! Versus Bianca Belair. I'm going to say Oscar is probably going to win that. Charlotte Flair. Or we get a cash-in. I think we get cash-in. I think we get a cash-in. I think this guy wins it. Yeah. Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor, the Prince. Fergal. I think Finn Balor deserves to win it. Finn Balor's going to win because I think Seth Rollins will take time off for his daughter. And then Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar in a, in a rubber match. 
Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, and he gets attacked by Bray Wyatt. Yep. Setting up that feud. Um, before, like, that was the end of the SummerSlam predictions, right? Yes. Okay, before we get off here, we need to talk about... Um, MMA unboxing. Well, before we talk about that, we need to talk about... Uh, G1. Huh? G1. No, we need to talk about the... Um... Oh, my Mountain Curry. Yes. Okay. So those you have have already seen have not seen it. It is it's in... On, the... It's pinned on the Wrestling May Featured twice. Yeah. If you haven't posted, I haven't posted. Yeah. It is our Twitter, our Facebook groups for both of our things. It's the YouTube channel we have... It is all the groups from HBL Media, Wrestling MMA, our Spotify, our Facebook group pages. Um, contact us. You email us your questions, or if you want to be on the show, email us or message us. You have us on there. And also, it's funding us for future projects. You can send dollar, two dollars, fifty cents, quarter, ten cents, whatever you want to send. It goes to our PayPal setup for SMA. But we can fund bigger, like bigger projects and stuff to do. Videos, some short, weird, crazy stuff. Go on a tr- go on, go on. You can find us going on a trip and searching for wrestling, wrestling stuff on a trip. Video and get posted for you guys on Facebook or YouTube. It pays for all of that. So if you guys want to donate a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, a dollar, quarter, penny. Well, I mean, it'd be nice to for them to kind of Done more than a penny, but more than a penny, but I mean, you, you know, yeah, it'd be nice more than a penny, but it just helps us. It helps us fund our little projects and everything we want to do. Right. How do you go ahead and if you want to go ahead and get in the G one and do the um, G one? Yeah, the G one's getting a little bit interesting. What you gonna you gonna be? Right I'm back? just gonna be off. I'm gonna be off camera for a second. You gonna be off camera for a minute? Yeah, for a second. Just go over the G one. Okay. It's not a six and zero, oh, by the way. Oh, I know. Guess who he's got That's next? Crazy. Who? Our buddy Chase Owens. Oh, Chase Owens is going to die. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, and, uh, I believe C-Block is a little bit of a mess right now. I think the highest is, like, four and something. Yeah, um, so, right now, the next event is going to be Saturday, August the 5th, and that'll be just, like, which, that'll be... Um, a block, which will be pretty much Sonata's already, you know, claimed a spot. I think he claimed the whole thing. Well, he claimed a block, like first place, technically. Well, yeah. Um, he's not gonna beat yet. Let me see something here. Wait a minute. Let me. Is he that good? Sonata, he's the champion. So I mean. I mean, do you think he's that good though? 
Sonata. You think he's good? I've I've always said he's pretty good. I've always said he's good. So Sonata is takes on Chase on the fifth. Okay. Um, coming up on his tail is Shota Umino with six points, uh, Hakaleo with six points, and Kaito Kiyomiya at six points. Uh, Hakaleo and Shota Umino will be facing each other. So the winner of that or Kaito Kiyomiya will be facing, I think, Ren Narita. If Ren Narita can beat Kaito Kiyomiya, then he won't be going against him, but the but the winner of Hakaleo versus Shota Umino will, will definitely be going against him. It depends on, like, how you look at it, though. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, really, I heard Eddie's doing good. Who? Eddie Kingston, I heard he was doing good. Um, yeah, I was going to go into that, but that's in uh, C Block. Hang on a minute. I'm just going by the alphabet right now. Um, B Block. Alf, uh, right now, Okada's got it. He's got 10 okay. points. Right behind him is Will Ospreay. But he's got El Fantasmo next. So I am going to say the winner of him against El Fantasmo will probably be second. Will be in second place. And whoever wins that will go will be joining Okada in the Because they're taking every block the two block winners of every block to a turn eight man tournament. So and Okada's got uh Tongaloa next. So Mr. Hydro, I have sad news. Well hang on a minute, let me get done with this real fast. Okay. So C block like I said, that was a little bit of a, that's a little bit of a mess. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, because Finley and Eddie Kingston are supposed to face each other, I'm going to say whoever wins that will probably be in one of the finals. Um, and the other final will be the winner of Shingo and Evil. Because they face each other. Okay. I, don't, I don't see it any other way. Um, D block. D block is a little bit of a messier, is messy too. Because you got Naito, Zack Zebra Jr., and Jeff Cobb in. And Jeff Cobb ha- is facing Shane Haste. Zack Sabre Jr. is facing Goto, and Naito's facing, who is he facing? Tanahashi.
so I really don't know about that one. But we'll have to see. Yeah. Um. So we may not get Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. Why? Nate Diaz may not make drug test. Oh yeah, because he was he didn't know what he was doing. What at the at the. Uh... So, I was watching whenever you called me earlier. Whenever I was telling yeah. you I was watching YouTube. Yes. I was watching the MMA Hour because they are literally, they are on the road. They are literally in Dallas, Texas right now. They are presenting the MMA Hour live in Dallas right now. In, at the, um, um, not the weigh-ins, but the um, workouts. Yeah. For Jake Paul versus Diaz. Yeah. Nate Diaz was on, was right beside Ariel Hawani. Yeah. He was smoking weed right beside Ariel Hawani. Smoking a joint. He literally was smoking a joint right beside Ariel Hawani. And Ariel Hawani was like, uh, can you not? <laughs> Who's going to be the replacement now? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if there can be a replacement at this juncture. Uh, by the way, speaking of that card, right? Yeah. So the Jake Paul, um, uh, Nate Diaz fight, the co-main event is Amanda Serrano taking on Heather Hardy. We had some breaking news on the MMA Hour from Amanda Serrano. Okay. You know how Jake Paul is signed with PFL? Yeah. Amanda Serrano signed with PFL also. Woo! And she is actually going to fight MMA, and she actually has fought MMA before. Has she? I'm... Let me look that up for sure because I Yeah, she has. She's got two wins and one draw. Huh. So she's not PFL. Yep. And she's actually done submission grappling, too. Really? Yeah. 
as early as the last one she did was, I think, uh, 2019. Huh. Brody Lee. It's Did you see where uh, Tony Khan got mad that they gave uh, the Young Bucks gave Cody permission to use being the elite YouTube channel videos? Well, man, that's their channel, so I mean, it's whatever. Tony got mad about it on Twitter. He was fussing about, it, crying about it like a little baby. Well, Chris, I do agree that uh, McGregor needs to be drug tested. I do agree with that. He's going to get drug tested because he's going to fight Gagey. Do I think he should fight Gagey? How do? What do you think? I think he needs to fight Chandler. I need to, he needs to get a win. He needs to get a win first. He needs to fight Tony Chandler. Tony Masvidal has to come fight me, and then, then we'll see the best mother... Hello, Justin. I didn't see the comment until just now. A McGregor-Gaethje fight would be insane. Massive build-up, long-term tension between the two. Fits right into the LW puzzle and can slot in at the, in, in at the end of the year cab off 2023. I agree with that. Uh, you want to cover UFC while well, I cover Crawford versus Spence? Um, yeah, I can. While you get it pulled up. Um, main card. Well, just go over that. Uh, just, you can go over just, uh, I mean, Main card. just go over uh, between uh, Crawford and Spence. Well, I was going to go over the two championships. One of them was never won a fight and has, has Owen, was Owen won. Okay. Uh, Jonas Tellez be a Sergio Garcia by TKO. Nasty knockout, by the way. Alexandro Santiago was 0 and one Wait, let me go see what this thing actually was. Because it said it, it said it before. And he was 0-1. Oh and, and it said on the thing about him, he was 0-1. Oh but he be Donico Donaire. Unanimous decision for the WBC, WBC Bantamweight Championship. Uh, 116 to 112, 116, 112, 114, 113 were the things. Um, Isaac Cruz, which is, um, oh god, what was it? Justin likes him a lot. He's just he, he's Hispanic, kind of. He, um, god, I gotta think of his name, but he, he's a student to one of the great boxing fighters. It's currently fighting still. He beat Giovanni Cabrera via split decision for WBC, WBA lightweight championships. Terrence Crawford beat the T-total P out of Errol Spence. Errol Spence won the first round. First round was good. First round was nice, clean. Spence got him. Yeah. Here came Crawford. Knocked him down. How many times did I think knocked him down? 
I want to see if I can find it. I think it was like three or four. I'm trying to find the hits and everything. Four times. Yeah. He dropped him twice in round seven. I mean, round seven he got dropped dropped twice. Um. Yeah, you know Crawford won. Um, badly. One badly, and then I was hearing rumors that Spence wants a rematch. But Spence wants a rematch. I wouldn't. Why? Like Crawford even said after the fight, you know, he's not even chasing the rematch. He doesn't need to. Like. Something, you know what Spence said. What Spence and his team was, or his team was saying, it's because of the weight. Cut. You know what Crawford said? He's like, "Well, I had to cut down here too." He's like, "It's a hard weight cut for me," but he's like, "I didn't complain." I mean, he's like, "I'm not." Ch-. He's like, "He's like, I'm wanting to move up." He's like, "I'm gonna move up to up up weight." He's like, "And I'm going to challenge for the." Uh, I think it was like 154. It's like referee should have stopped it a long time ago where his face was covered in blood. Spence was covered he in blood. Want to he did not know where he was at. No. The referee should have got in there a little bit sooner than what he did. Yeah. But um Let's go ahead and go on into the UFC results. We're almost out of time. Okay. Real quick. Um, I'm just going to go to the main card. Um, Kevin Holland beat Michael Chiesa. First round uh, by submission. Um, Bobby Green beat Tony Ferguson by submission. Round three with six seconds left of the fight. Six straight loss for Tony Ferguson. Just getting sad to, for me, honestly, for Tony Ferguson. You know, he needs, he needs, to, he needs to quit. Well, somebody needs to talk to him. Um,. Because before he ruins his legacy, he needs to stop. Yeah, I mean, but... Oh, my God! I think something just happened on AEW. RVD! Oh, God. RVD. 
I just heard. I, the guy that smokes yeah, too much weed for AEW. And then I was like, something just happened on AEW. And then he, he, I was like, I think something just happened on AEW. And then he looked it up. No, I just looked up on the TV screen. I'm watching it. Oh, he just looked up on his TV screen because I was like, because I think he had it muted. <laughs> I had it muted. What? Tony Cole, make up your mind. Did he look too much with AEW or not? Well, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> why stay one moment? Sorry about this, guys. Why stay one moment? We we need one of them. We need one of these breaking news, like breaking news, like things that just like like uh, what area Hawaii is saying. Tony Khan broke me. <laughs> um. So, um, anyways, uh, Derek Lewis beat uh, Marcus Harzario de Lima. Uh, TKO punches 33 seconds into the first round. And then. Uh, I love the post match interview. And, and Did then. You know that was work? It, hold on a minute. I'm going to see if I can pull it up because. Did you I, know that movie was going to work? No. <laughs> I just tried. I said. Hold on a minute. I got I gotta see if I can play it on here. Hang on, man. Hey, Tony, what happened to RVD being too much of a pot smoker to be in AEW? I think he lied. Well, you find that. I do want to talk about Mr. Nicholas Gage. You ready for this? Go ahead. The Defiant Ones podcast. He was on there today. For the other day. I hate deathmatch wrestling. Okay, I got it. But I gotta wait for it. Can you hear that? It's a little too loud. Huh? It's a little too loud. Too loud. Can you hear that? Yeah. As he throws his cup into the crowd. Uh, I mean, he took his like. Congratulations, sir. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, you have the most knockouts in the history of the sport. Now Shit. 
Man, that's all I'm all over with, Coach. We've been drilling the, the same switch knee for the last five years. And by then, I'm glad it finally landed. So I was about to give up on I'm glad I finally landed. I'm going to give up on that. It was a flawless performance. What's next for you? Hey, he channeled, channeled, channeled his inner Hori Masvidal. So, hopefully I can get another contract with the UFC. If not, it is what it is. Well, we want to see you stay here, man. We love you very much. And you're one of the most exciting guys to ever compete in this sport. Yeah, I liked how he was like, he took his cup, at, like, cup out of his... You know, his underwear, and then he was like, threw it into the crowd. Very sure that people are going to probably end up taking that stuff and like throwing it into the uh, and like putting it up on eBay and be like, oh, yeah, Bob, uh, betting, uh, betting off for a hundred a thousand dollars for uh, Derek Lewis's cup. With his so where do you think Derek Lewis goes? Balls and dick sweat. <laughs> where do you think Derek Lewis goes, though? I wouldn't mind seeing him in the PFL going against uh, Francis Ngannou. That's what the pitch is. They're trying to get him to do that. I'll read you this uh, Nick Gage quote, and then we can, I guess, end it here. Oh, uh, what uh, you done with the... Uh, by the way, Alex Perea made his light heavyweight debut uh, taking on beating... Uh, Jan Blockowicz by a split decision. They call Speaking it right. Jan Blockowicz. Jan Blockowicz. People didn't like what he did after the match. He just sat down and didn't shake Perea's hand or nothing. Well, he didn't. He thought that the judges robbed him. I really didn't think so because, I mean, honestly, the first round did go to Jan, but the last two rounds went to Alex Perea. Did um, he even tap out? Huh? Did he make him tap or? No. But uh, in the main event, Justin Gaethje, head kick knocked out uh, Dustin Poirier in the second round to become the BMF champion. So, and then and then Herb Dean and then and then. Uh, Herb Dean decided to do the people's elbow to Dustin Poirier while he was down. So, <laughs> me and Justin were watching that here. We're watching on my TV. Well, the stream ended on us. I look down, look up, and there's no more stream or whatever. So I turn back on, and then we see him get kicked a replay. He got kicked in the head, and Herb Dean sliding into people's elbow. Dustin Poirier done said, he's like, he's, he said after the fact, he's like, he said on Ariel Wine's show on Monday, he was like, he's like, he's like, I get knocked out. He's like, and then Herb Dean does the people's elbow to me. He's like, I didn't know what was happening. Okay, before I get into the Gage thing, and this is going to be the final thing we do. Nate Diaz, what's the rules for boxing? I don't even know what the rules are. So I, I know I can't kick him, but can I take him to the ground and beat him up on the ground? <laughs> no! He, he's a dumb... Oh my god. 
4K, I'll I, I, I odd. Paul Heyman, Bubba's Brain Heenian. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, I know what you're about to I know what you're about to talk about. We forgot to mention this. So yesterday morning Well yesterday morning was it this morning? Um This morning. Wait. Hold on. Wait a minute. Since I'm already on YouTube, hang on a minute. Yesterday morning, yesterday morning. Was it yesterday morning? Hang on a minute. Yesterday morning. One second. Hold on. You know what I'm gonna get into. Wait. Let me find out for sure whether it was or not. Wait a it was Monday. It, it was yesterday, August first. Okay. Yeah. Let me see if I can get it up. Hold on a minute. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it that's up. What, that's what he said. <laughs> that's definitely what he said. Mox has already got a barbed wire piece of wood. Try some lace. What you watching? Yeah, fast forward like a few minutes until when Paul Hamas are speaking. I know. And we get to listen to Stephen A. Smith be a fanboy. Okay, Moxley's an idiot. You know what he just did? DDT. It's well beyond the line, but what makes he it... did a DDT kind of deal onto Trimbaretta on the wood barbed wire wood. And landed himself back first on the barbed wire wood. Be in the headlines, be in the star, be in the marquee attract. I, I mean, I, I mean, there's very few people that Eisman, a phenomenal personality in the sport of the WWE. I mean, what is it like to be you? The GOAT. The GOAT. I'm the greatest of all time. Yeah, undisputed. undisputed. There it is. I mean, it was Bobby the Brain. Screw him, he's dead. Okay. Oh, Lord. And Jimmy Hart's still alive, Jimmy. which proves that God doesn't answer my prayers. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You want me to prove to you that I'm the GOAT? Okay, please. I'm with him. Okay. Why would he settle for anything less than the GOAT? Mm-hmm. He's the tribal chief. He's the biggest box office attraction in the history, not only of sports or entertainment, but of sports entertainment. He has smashed every box office record that WWE has ever had, not just domestically, but all over the world on a global basis. And he's done it in Saudi Arabia. He's done it in the UK. He's done it in Mexico. He's done it in Canada. He's done it here in the United States. He continues to do it on SmackDown every Friday night, just topping the previous Friday nights. Why would he settle for anything less than the absolute best? That is a tough argument to make, but I, 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 I don't like to talk about it. I'm always doing it. I don't, I don't like to say all this. Well, listen, listen, listen. The point is this. He, he does make... Yeah. But thoughts on him saying he's the GOAT, who cares, Bobby Brain Heenan's dead, and he prays that Jimmy Hart dies next. Yeah. Oh. What's your thoughts? Oh, my God. Also, breaking news: Kip Saban has re-signed AEW, and said, "Where's my?" He, he, he commented on even on his post. They're going order also resign. Where's a press release? Sweet. Oh yeah, me too. Where's my press release? You don't care about me, Tony? <laughs> no. He was trained by Soraya's family, by the way. And then the Nick Gage quote in the loft. 
we start yeah we started this i was all in i mean it's not my favorite wrestling to be honest with you i like effing really good wrestling i got i got a niche i'm good at deathmatch wrestling so i i just i just do it we're the ones to introduce it but we kept telling john we gotta get crazy now that's the way it was in late 90s 2000s he's about to be honest with you i hate deathmatch wrestling Hmm. He said, "He said I want to quit doing it and do regular matches, no barbed wire, glass, or blood." He says, "He's like I like to think about it for it." What do you think, Money Gage quitting deathmatch wrestling? I don't blame him. He's the only reason he does because he's good at it. He hates it. I mean, I really don't blame him on it, on it, but. I do want to go into one more thing before we go get off here. I didn't realize, and I just now seen it because like it's popping up on my YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you know that um, that CM Punk brought the X Division title to AEW? But yeah, let's go ahead and end it here. Um, but if you like these videos, or like these episodes, or like these episodes, you can go check out our link tree. Yeah, he and, can better. He can do it better than I can. And give us money. Give us your money. Yeah, we're gonna be like so go to our link tree and our featured and go all links. There's more shows we do. We do this one. We have a horror show. If you like horror movies, if you like pop culture stuff go check out video games and stuff like that on other shows go check everything out and also Mr. Hydro if you come over Saturday with, uh, with to watch the pay-per-views oh yay before that we're going to do a predictions video so write down your predictions storyline everything write down on your phone what you think is going to happen, what you want to happen. Okay. So you can go as far as saying Bray Wyatt attacks James Ellsworth. I don't care. You can go as far as you want to with it and do a whole storyline. Every match. The ones that matter. Grab all those down. I'll do the same thing and we'll do a predictions video. Pull a detailed predictions video Saturday early before the match start, before the pay-per-view starts. All right. Okay, but it's been Wrestling A. This is Hydro to Mac. I'm Orange Less Cassidy. Orange Less Cassidy. I'm Orange Less. And you're I'm Orange Whatever. I, I'm from wherever. From Weighing where whatever. Weighing whatever. Yep. Just Anderson said he wishes death match wrestling would just die. Yeah, I agree somewhat. Is it, it's, it's too dangerous? Yeah, like just if you see on messenger that guy putting another guy through the glass and the barbed wire. That's that. that just no. This is why. This is how. This is how people get addicted to drugs. Because of that. Death match. Death match wrestling. Because of that crap. Putting their stuff, putting them, getting themselves bloody and everything. Jesus. Well, Penta killed John Moxley.
his other corner groggy, then Penta killed Trent, and then Trent just and then Moxley just killed Penta. Well, I'm gonna get off here. Uh, get off here, watch some AEW, eat some pizza. Yay. Also there's thumbtacks now button the ring, by the way, from John Moxley. Oh no. Watch him go in it. I oh, he's he pinned the shirt off. <coughs> but I'm gonna get to watching some AEW. I will post this as soon as I can. Yeah, and don't miss uh, Collision this week weekend as uh, as CM Punk defends the X Division title against Ricky Starks. <laughs> At the same time as Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, what's gonna win? I feel like Collision's going to be have their worst viewership since Collision's been <laughs> going. Well, that's what I'm saying. CM Punk is going to be defending the X Division title against Ricky Starks. So. Yeah. But, bye, everyone. See you all next week. Um, see what everybody thinks about this time, this time, instead of like, maybe we'll try and do it around six, maybe around six or something like that. Six, maybe six, seven o'clock, yeah. But this has been awesome, May. We'll see you guys next week or see you guys Saturday, actually. Yeah. But bye, guys.